welcome Courtney to um, Getting Into Chess, the podcast. Um, I'm Jay Del Rey and I have a beautiful, courageous woman with me today and her name is Courtney Lee Pitcher. Um, Courtney was diagnosed last year, a week after her 30th birthday uh, in February with an aggressive invasive ductal carcinoma of the left breast sitting over her heart um, and the cells also detected in the surrounding lymph and blood vessels. So a bit of a shock and I guess, you know, um, having been on the cancer journey myself, when you and I met, it was kind of like an instant connection and I think that's uh, generally the way, isn't it, when you meet people that are on the cancer journey, you have this immediate bond because you understand what it means to get a diagnosis. Yeah, absolutely. So I know it's pretty tough, but talk me through what you experienced when you got that diagnosis. Yeah, well, it happened really quickly. Um, so within three days of finding the lump, um, I was diagnosed with breast cancer. Basically, I uh, had gone, I was getting ready for bed one night and um, as I lay down, I sort of found this lump on my chest and I thought, oh, that's a bit strange. And um, I didn't really think it would be cancer. I mean, I was 30 and I think to some degree we all kind of think we're little bit invincible to that kind of thing <laughs> um but I did get it checked out and yeah the doctor wasn't worried at all it was a pretty large lump um so it was about the size of a 20 cent piece and um yeah from everything I'd heard generally you're looking for smaller lumps um around the breast and yeah so I had a, a scan then a biopsy and um, the day after, I was phoned in and asked to bring a support person, which became pretty evident that something was wrong. And yeah, I was uh, given a referral to a, a breast surgeon, a specialist, mm -hmm. to start the next leg of the journey. So, And they really hurry that along, don't they? Absolutely. I had less than two weeks to really decide whether I was going to have a double mastectomy or a lumpectomy or one breast mm -hmm. removed. Um, yeah, it was incredibly fast process and yeah. So how did you feel? Very scary. What was, yeah, yeah. And uh, I was going through panic attacks. Um, yeah constantly it's almost like with the cancer diagnosis I felt like my life was already over um yeah, yeah it was very consuming very fear yeah I was just filled with fear I have a little boy who was 11 at the time and you know oh my god I'm a single mum what's going to happen to my son yeah you know so much was running through my mind and um yeah, I was just struggling moment to moment to try and keep my heart rate down and try and, yeah, not to 
allow myself to get sucked into that black pit. <laughs> yes. Um, and and I, and I guess, too, that word aggressive doesn't help either, does it? And they seem no. to, like, hone in on that. It's very aggressive. You're going to have to act quick. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So what what where did it take you from there? Give me a snapshot of of what you went through and what what was kind of were you getting sort of signs or were you were, were you having any knowings at that time that this doesn't feel right that they're forcing me to do this stuff like did you have any kind of questions around their procedures as to what your instincts were probably telling you? At the time, um, there was just there was a lot of information coming at me. Um, so I was trying to digest the information in front of me. I wasn't really that skeptical of the mainstream medical system at that at that point, but I also did have a strong foundation of natural health um, mm -hmm. under my belt because I had experience autoimmune disease and seven years prior and so I'd already began a bit of a health journey yeah um, so I, I wasn't feeling very good about the idea of chemotherapy I knew that yes. was going to be a hard one for me to into mm. uh, so really for the first two weeks it was just what am I going to do with the surgery you know what am I going to choose here um, I had some angel cards, uh, so they were a huge support. Um, yeah. I did a lot of prayer. I'm not a religious person as such, but, um, yeah, I do believe in a higher power, and so just praying and asking for support and that, mm. I found that helped me a lot. I yeah. really didn't make a decision about the surgery until the very last moment. Um, that I think it was like with one day um despair sort of going into the office before giving my answer to the surgeon what yeah. it was that I was going to do and um I did decide to have a lumpectomy and a natural reconstruction because mm -hmm. um because the lump was so large they they removed around a third of my breast mm -hmm. and uh, yeah they were able to take some muscle tissue from my back and sort of reconstruct the breast so that they both were symmetrical <laughs> yeah 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 nice so when when was the um when was the turning point for you that you decided i want to do it my way i'm going to do it holistically i'm going to try other avenues what was the defining moment um i think i had always gone into it um knowing that I wasn't comfortable with chemotherapy. Uh, my mm. immune system was already not in a great place and I, I, I had it in a knowing or feeling that the chemotherapy would take my life. So yeah. it was just strong deterrence for me to not go down that route. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I sort of had a foot in each door for the yes. first year. Um, so I was trying to do both. Yeah. Uh, there was a turning point with the second um, seven, second bout. I found some 
inflamed lymph nodes under the, the left arm, which they did a biopsy and confirmed there was um, the cancer was in that area as well. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so they wanted to dissect the left underarm, which I felt mm -hmm. really uncomfortable with. Um, yeah. Yeah. It, that was really scary for me, the thought of having a whole portion of my lymphatic system removed because I knew that the lymphatic system was like the sewers of the body. So yeah. if well, that was removed, yeah. how was the dead cellular waste from that left side of my chest and area? Um, Absolutely. Out. Yeah. Uh, I did the same thing because they wanted to take... I had a double mastectomy and they wanted to take, um, I don't know what, I think it was like 17 or whatever from each, under each arm or something. And I just said, you can have four from the side where the cancer is, thanks. You can just check what's going on there. Uh, because uh, I didn't know a lot about the lymphatic system. That was purely my instinctual, no, I don't think so. <laughs> But, um, you know, later on down the track, I realised, oh, wow, yeah, I, I just knew that that was just not right. So it's good that we can take control of those sort of situations. And, you know, if we feel very strongly about something that we actually can have a voice and say, actually, no, this is not what I want you to do. I want you to do this. Whereas some people feel, I think, when they're in the medical system that they don't have a choice and they can't. Some people get very railroaded into decisions and and they put so much fear into you that there's people having operations i believe that don't necessarily need them the body's a very very powerful and amazing healer in you know itself if if we heal the stuff that we needed need to heal so talk to me about the the healing journey so we've got the diagnosis you know you're in a pretty bad way your head's going, what the hell am I going to do? You've got two feet in each camp, um, yeah. doing a bit of both. What is it that, that's kind of given you the strength and courage to kind of go your way and decide, you know, this is the way I want to go? What, is, what are the things that you're doing and what makes you feel like, you know, confident in your direction? Well, um, I did have a PET scan earlier this year, which uh, showed that there was active cells, cancerous cells in the lymph under the left collarbone as well. That was, um, it would have been inoperable anyway. So that was, to me, was like, well, I'm not going to have a dissection under my arm if they can't get all of it anyway. So that was almost like a godsend for me. It took that really hard decision. Um, yeah, I didn't have to make that decision anymore. It was really clear I wasn't going to have any more surgery. Um, there was nothing left for me in the medic mainstream medical system other than fear. Um, yep. And, yeah, I just felt like I was butting heads. And, um, yeah, so I just I turned my back on the medical system after that that last uh, PET scan and realised, yep, I don't want to be going down this road anymore. And 
Yeah, it was kind of empowering, actually. It was really mm. empowering because it was scary because it meant that I had to have my own back. Um, yeah. But it was really empowering because it was yes. like, okay, I can do this mm. and I am going to do this. So I, um, it's really funny. I came full circle. When I was first diagnosed, I wanted to do water fasting. Um, instinctively, I, um, that's the path I wanted to take, but I didn't feel like I had the willpower to do it. I did yeah. a little bit of fasting and then I broke it. And, um, but yeah, this time around, I decided to do some extreme fasting, mm -hmm. <laughs> so a lot of fasting. Yeah. So I did a 40 day fast and, yeah. uh, so that's yeah. 20 days chasing 20 days water, right? Yeah. Yeah. Intense. It was huge. It was huge. Yeah. Not only on a physical level, but emotionally and spiritually, would you say? Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> there was a lot of surrender, a lot of stripping back. It was like peeling the layers of, mm. yeah, mental, emotional, spiritual physical rubbish that I'd been carrying around since childhood, probably past lives. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did you find that um, with the fasting it was a quick road to dealing with all the stuff? You know how some people really, really, well, I I've, I've, have experienced this in the people that I've met during this cancer journey. A lot of people really focus on just the physical and not the emotional and the spiritual side of things. So how important do you think the three are? Yeah, that's been a really big journey for me um, because I've been so um, deeply engrossed in um, diet and nutrition and yeah. healing via food and whole foods. Yes, uh, so I, which is important. It is important, um, but really the healing power for me was the spiritual and emotional um, aspects of it rather than the food. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, same with me, same with yeah. me. And so just going back to the, the fasting, um, have you had results after that? Have you have you experienced any great changes? Like, what have the what have the changes been that have been most beneficial to you? Well, the lymph nodes under the arm were I could feel them with my hands, so I was able to self assess. Um, some mm. of the lymph nodes were around the size of golf balls; they were pretty big. Like, wow! Wow! There were clusters of lymph nodes under that left arm. Mm -hmm. Um, I was getting a little bit down actually with the fasting uh, at one point. I, it was in the last couple of weeks because I could still feel the the lymph nodes, and I thought, oh, you know, it's how come working. they're not going down? Are they? Yeah. Is it is it not working? And um, in that last few days of my water fast, they just golf balls to the size of tiny little marbles. Um, and then, yeah, and then weeks after that, they shrunk even more when I was wow. refeeding my body. So, yeah. Yeah. 
So it's like, um, I mean, I, I, I feel that the body, it takes time. You know, we've yes. got to be patient with the body. We've got to allow it to process. I feel that with the emotional um, cleansing and journey, because I've done my own water fast, not as long as you, I did 10 days, but I felt that um, my kind of knowing through that or my connection to myself through the fasting was that when you heal the emotional, the body will follow, but it might take the body a little while. Do you agree? Yeah. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah. I've been a really um, stressed, stressed out person throughout my life. Like I've held a lot of tension in my body, which um, when you're, yeah, yeah, when you're holding everything so tightly, it blocks the flow of that physical energy, the, all the pathways, like our body is made up of tubes basically. But yes. when we're blocking that pathway, uh, I think that's when disease can manifest. And, um, yeah, so I'm learning to breathe still. <laughs> yeah, it's a journey. Yeah. Yeah. I find that, um, you know, you, you did the 40-day fast, you did 20 days juice, you did 20 days water. Like I remember being on my seventh day of water or something going, fuck I don't know if I can do this and like and I always remembered you you know like and you were away doing after you did that you went and did a 10-day Vipassana so while I was doing my water fast you were like oming um you know <laughs> meditating chronically <laughs> uh and I was just thinking of you like oh if Courtney can do it I can do it you know so you were you were there with me but you were on another plane so I mean <clears throat> You're really diving deep into this. Now you're doing Vipassana, you're doing another 10 days very shortly. Tell me about what meditation has done for you on your healing journey. Ah, oh, yeah. Um, yeah, Vipassana has been an incredible journey for me. It really has. Um, controlling my mind because I, yeah, I've been a, quite an analytical person, a warrior, stressed mm. about everything. <laughs> so Not alone in this world. I think a lot of us out there are. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah. Um, look, it's just that's a part of the puzzle for me is, yeah, learning to master my mind and actually control my mind rather than my mind controlling me. Um, it's a very, very peaceful environment to be uh, on a Vipassana. So you're surrounded with nature. It's a very supportive environment. You know, being a single mum, you you'd know what it would be like to have your meals cooked for 10 days. <laughs> uh, I remember when I did it in the Blue Mountains, I loved the food. I couldn't wait. I mean, you, you only got two meals a day, but, like, they were the best meals, vegetarian, absolutely. I lived for those moments <laughs> those yeah. food yeah and it's wonderful you really feel nurtured yeah <clears throat> yeah I, I really did feel nurtured and um on my last Vipassana on the eighth day I just I wasn't ready to leave like I knew that I was just scratching the surface and really it's yeah. like having an operation on your brain you know removing all of the old waste 
you know, those yes. toxic thoughts and miseries. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. I found it really powerful that I decided to do a SITSA program there um, for the rest of the year. And Wonderful. yeah, it's, I'm very excited because <clears throat> throughout the journey, I already feel like a different person. Like I'm not the yeah. same person I was. And yeah, I've changed for the better. Like I'm unearthing. Like Sorry? cancer is a blessing in so many ways. Yeah. I find too. It's like a real kick up the ass, isn't it? It's like there's no excuse. Yep. It's like an expressway to your higher evolution. <laughs> it, yeah. it really is. And <clears throat> whether, you know, I mean, it's a really tough conversation. There's so much fear around it. But, you know, I think you and I, like, because of where we've been with it, I hope, our, my hope is, and I know yours is too, that you can help people with with lessening the anxiety and the fear and, and helping people take take their power back, saying that they can actually do something about it. They're not at the mercy of the medical institution, which really only has a couple of options. And they're not really safe options. Look, and there's, um, I'm not fully against chemotherapy um, myself. Um, I knew that it wasn't for me, but I believe that yeah. there's many roads to Rome. Um, yeah. There's many yeah. paths to healing and it really depends on each individual person and what their needs are at that time and what makes them tick, what their belief system is. Because uh, if your mind, you know, believes that you would know this more than anyone, like you've inspired me so much with your mindset towards cancer. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, if you believe that something is going to heal you, you know, that's, biggest part of the battle <laughs> it is it is the yeah. belief you know sometimes people get told they have three months to live and on the day you know you've heard the stories yourself on the day three months later that person's gone so you know if they told me back in 2015 they said you have between six and 12 months if i'd taken that on well i wouldn't be here right now talking to courtney lee pitcher would i <laughs> so i just kind of went like that <laughs> And went away. Not to say that it was an easy journey either, as it's not. It's it's pretty yeah. relentless, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Personally, I um, wouldn't let them give me a time frame. Um, I they told me that it was stage three, four, so it hadn't spread to the bone or organs yet, but it was pretty far through the lymphatic system and yeah. chest wall. Um, so that was enough for me. I was like, okay, yep, I don't want to hear anymore because I don't, I didn't want to be put in that box that no. I have to try and fight my way out of. Absolutely. Yeah. And what do you think, what has it taught you about yourself? <laughs> oh, so much. Oh, my mm. goodness. So much. Um, It's brought me back to love, love for self. Like that's probably the biggest part of my healing journey is learning to love myself. Um, 
yeah. And my family, um, yeah, it's not just me that's healed. It's my mum. It's my sisters. Yes. It's, it's, You've had an amazing healing journey with your mum, haven't you, which is really powerful. Yeah. 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 Which might not have happened if you hadn't gone down this 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 um health journey yeah absolutely yeah we've got a relationship that i couldn't have dreamed that we would have had before the cancer to be honest so yeah 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 it's very it's beautiful, beautiful. <laughs> it's very healing and i guess also i would imagine too because i've been there myself you realize how resilient how powerful you are how much courage you have, you know, and and I know that, you know, you and I have discussed this. There are days where we did not want to be here. There are days where we wanted to opt out. I haven't got the energy to do this anymore. Um, but we woke up the next day and we just kept going. So, yeah. you know, I I think it's it, it does take courage and... Um, you know, that's, it's lovely to see, you know, somebody in, for, you know, going through the same journey and, and you know, it's like you're a mirror to me. And if, if I have my days, you know, I just look at you and just go, no, I mean, she did 40 days. <laughs> I just, I just still can't believe you did that because it's just such, uh, just going through 10 days was, it's like a marathon. Yeah. It's a real head thing too, isn't it? It really, your mind, your body, your emotions, everything is. Yeah. It was definitely a journey. Well, six weeks of your life, like not consuming food and, oh, yeah, you don't realise how much you emotionally eat um, or cover up things by making yourself a cup of warm, nurturing tea or, you know, yeah. having lunch or something like that. It really does cover up a lot of emotions. So all of a sudden everything's coming to the surface, which is scary and overwhelming, but it's incredible because as it comes to the surface, you can clear it out. You can wash it away. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. And I was, um, I was very supported on my fast as well. So Yes. You need that, I don't you? That. You're doing something like that, that yeah. intense. You need that. Yeah. And so where to now, Miss Courtney Lee Pitcher? What's the future hold? <laughs> I well, mean, live in the present, but what, what do you see yourself? And I'm sure you have dreams and desires and things that have come to the surface. What are they? At the moment, I am still really taking one day at a time, moment by moment. I'm still sort of navigating a few storms here and there uh, as I am still healing my heart, I'm still healing yeah. myself mentally, emotionally. Um, but, yeah, I am sitting Vipassana again um, another few times before the end yes. of the year. And I'm really excited to that um, for that experience yeah. process. And hopefully I can go on to share my story and inspire others 
um, yeah, to give hope that there is another way. And yeah, it's cancer is not a death sentence. Um, Correct. I I agree wholeheartedly with you. I I just thank you so much for being with me today and sharing a bit of yourself and your courage and your light and your loving heart. And um, this is just the beginning. And um, yeah, I love I love being your sister in this journey and supporting one another. You're a true treasure. And um, yeah, it's just I, I look forward to to seeing what what comes of of your journey beyond this. But yeah, I totally wholeheartedly agree with you. Live in the moment and and that's that's the, the power in the now, hey. Absolutely. And thank you. Thank you for being such an inspiration and creating this platform where you can inspire and and help other women that are going through oh and men that are going through yeah. hard times. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Aho. High five, sister. <laughs> I'll see you on the flip. Thank you so much for your time. No. Thank you. Love you.